Welcome back to another podcast episode. I want to read you today's Daily Stoic because funnily enough, it makes so much sense based on what I want to speak to. So November 29th, you're going to be okay. Don't lament this and don't get agitated. There's that feeling we get when something happens. It's all over. All is lost. What follows are complaints and pity, pity and misery, the impotent struggle against something that's already occurred. Why bother? We have no idea what the future holds. We have no idea what's coming up around the bend. It could be more problems, or this could be the darkness before the dawn. If we're stoic, there is one thing that we can be sure of. Whatever happens, we're going to be okay. Hello, my love and official. Welcome back to this podcast episode. I have been pulled to speak to this for so many weeks now, and I think I've been just a little bit not hesitant, but just really thinking about whether I do want to speak to it or not. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that it makes sense to because it is the whole reason why I am the way I am. And it is has been a catalyst for so much in my life. And it has really shaped who I am as a human and the way I move, the way I see things like you're just so, so different after something huge happens. And I just feel really, really pulled to it. So this episode might be a little bit all over the shop. I think I'm just going to ramble on and just see where we get to. But if you do feel like you're not in a very steady headspace at the moment in terms of mental health, I'm sending you my love and perhaps just listen to this with someone by your side or when you do feel back into a bit of a better place. So just a little warning for you if you are feeling a little unsteady, perhaps just flick to another episode or make sure that you have someone by your side while listening to this. So I want to tell you a little bit about my life story, not so much my business story, but just things that have happened in my life that has really, really shaped who I am as a human and just out of respect of other people in my family and just other people in my life, in my past, I don't want to dive too deep into certain things just to respect them and, you know, their safety as well. But I'm going to do my best to tell you from my point of view about some bits and pieces. So I want to tell you about my dad. So in 2010, I was in year six it was March and we were all getting ready for school. So I have two older brothers, Lachlan and Oliver, and I have my mum. And we were in the house just doing our normal morning routine. It's like, I don't know, maybe 7am or a bit earlier. People are in the shower, people are you know, getting ready, getting breakfast, getting their lunch packed. Someone's probably sleeping in. You know the drill if you have yeah, grown up with siblings and just normal morning life, getting ready for school. And I heard my mum crying on the phone and I, she sat us all down and she told us that our dad had passed away. And oh my gosh, we're already crying. (laughs) And I was so young, like I was 11 years old. And I don't think I really understood what was happening like I did I knew what it meant obviously like I wasn't so so young but mum just said go and see the boys so I think I went to each of their rooms and just kind of sat with them for a sec and then I had to call like our friends to come over because we used to take them to school so they came over and then our cousins came over and then the police came over And I think this is what has created my fear of policemen. Like I literally 
shake when I see them. If I get if I get breath tested, I literally can't feel my legs. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. And I think it's from that whole experience of them coming over. And they came in and then I remember we sat down with my mum's brother who came over, like our cousins, and they said that he took his own life. And being 11 years old, I had no idea what that meant. And I'm pretty sure I said right there and then, like, I don't know what that means or like, what does that mean? Or I don't know. I think I was just really confused. And I don't think they wanted to really bring me in on what it really meant because I think they were just trying to protect me. And to be honest, it's so blurry. I don't remember much of it at all. But yeah, so he he took his own life. And of course, it was just like the craziest thing to ever happen to our family it was like a big a big like mark on all of our lives and I remember I went to school the next day like the next day I was up and I was at school I was at primary school and it's funny because so many things have been created from these moments I remember I was in the library and I'm I'm with all my friends and we get our our books that we're like borrowing from the library and we I remember going up to the to the lady at the front desk who knew us like she was one of our teachers we would see her every single week and I was waiting for people to say something and no one did because it's like what do you say <laughs> what do you say to anyone let alone an 11 year old girl like daughter who's just lost her dad like just wild and I remember going up and she didn't say anything and I remember walking away and being like that's so weird like why aren't people like like talking about it it was just so bizarre and then I think I craved someone talking about it and no one really did none of the staff really did I I really can't remember anyone in particular like saying anything and I don't I just I think I craved it so much because I just wanted of course the love and attention like when I look back at it now and I think that was where my resting bitch face was born because I think I would walk around a bit sad being like I don't know someone give me that attention that I'm craving but obviously at the time didn't know that that was what I was doing and that was just like the tiniest thing I wasn't like that all the time of course and then because I I just went to school the next day, right, business as usual. I remember mum would keep asking, like, do you want to go and talk to someone? Like, do you want to go and see a counsellor? And I remember saying, no, no, like, you're my counsellor. I'll just talk to you if I need to, like, all good. And again, I just want to keep reiterating, I was so young. And mum's got three kids she's got to look after she's got all her shit she has to look at as well and then life just went on and I started high school and it was all pretty normal pretty normal high school life right it's almost like not that it was swept under the rug at all but it was kind of just like that happened and then life just sort of went on like it does And then I was, how old was I? I'm going to say maybe 19. 
And I had almost like a delayed grief. And I don't know if there's a particular term for it. It's not really like, um, it's not really like, maybe it's PTSD. I don't know. But just a delayed grief, basically, where it's almost like it had just happened, where everything started to come up. I started to miss him so much and think about him so much. And I would party too much. I would just absolutely obliterate myself and I'd put myself in horrible toxic emotionally abusive relationships and I would make terrible decisions and I had no I had no drive for life I had no like no hunger for what was possible I had no idea what was possible as well and it's so funny to think about where I am now and how different just my mindset is and I would spend so much time just driving around in my car just me my car and my music that's why music is just like so so powerful and important to me and I would just drive around by myself for hours on end in the dark and I would cry all the time and I remember going to um, a doctor just for like a general checkup or whatever it was for and she would say to me without me even talking about mental health she'd be like I think you need to speak to someone I'd be like what do you mean like I'm fine and then they put me on antidepressants and they were absolutely fucked I absolutely hated them I'm so against them now Um, I think they have their place but I don't think it was the right answer for me where I was at. But again, I was young. I I was in a terrible sp- space. And it's kind of like when you're in it, you don't see it. You, you can't see it clearly until you're out of it. And at the time, I used to just think like, I'm fine. Like, I'm a bit sad, but whatever. Like, all good. Like, I'm I'm all good. It's fine. And I remember I was driving once in my car and I can't remember where it was from or where it was to, but I remember, I remember I kept thinking, wow, if I literally just spun my wheel right now, I could just crash into a tree. And then I remember thinking, wouldn't it be nice to just have a bit of a break? And then I remember thinking, wouldn't it be nice to just be admitted to hospital and just have some time off like I just need a break from life for a hot sec and funnily enough looking back at it now it's like I was basically suicidal like it was just crazy and like I said when you're in it you don't see it at all and that's why it's so it's such a I feel like suicide is such a it doesn't make sense thing. It's like it doesn't make sense at all. And I think that's the hardest part. It's like you can't just you just cannot get your head around it at all. Yet when you're in that that headspace, it's almost like it it does make sense. It's weird. And like I said, it's it's looking back at it now. Like it's just crazy to think where I am now compared to then and that would have been yeah when I was like 
19 or something so a good like six years or so ago I haven't felt like that in six years I never feel like that again I'm gonna say um because I've built my mindset which I which is the whole point of me telling you all of this and giving you this episode is to show you how powerful the mind is in both the negative and terrible way and also the positive incredible way as well I've seen firsthand the how fragile life can be and how quickly it can be taken away and I've also seen myself at the the deepest depths of hell and I've seen myself get out of that by myself with no help with with really not much help at all I had a few friends that lived three or four hours away that were incredible I had my cousins which were amazing but in my hometown where I was doing my thing I had my best friend at the time who I lived with for a little bit she let me share her bed and I'm just forever indebted to her like there's been just so many moments where people have definitely been there but in those deepest darkest times you literally feel like you don't have anyone and that's why it's so important that if you feel anything towards someone whether it's you whether it's you as simple as like their outfit or you you see that they're doing a really good job in something or they inspire you or you see them and they seem off or they seem down or they seem like they they just need to have a coffee with you or something like that like just do it I've gotten to the point where I'm like I just know how fragile life is and I know that everyone's going through something whether you know it or not everyone and your your kind comment could be the one thing that they need to hear in that moment like you could be the only person that is actually there for them in that moment and it could be as simple like I said as being like hey you did really good today or I'm so proud of you or you're you're being so amazing like I don't know whatever it is or just actually saying hi to someone when you order a coffee like being like actually saying hi good morning like how's your day how are you I remember I was at Woolies just the other day and the the lady at the counter she was kind of just like how are you going and I was like hey like really good thank you and I was like how's your day been and then she kind of opened up and wanted to chat I, I did that at Subway the other day we we're at Subway getting um our lunch and I knew that the the lady lady's daughter had her wedding the other day and I remembered that and I said oh my gosh how was your daughter's wedding but like we'd only seen her one other time where she randomly mentioned it and she opened up and she she spoke about it for like 10 minutes and she was so excited and like there's just so many little snippets throughout your day where you can make someone else's day just that one percent better and I think it's so powerful that we have the power to do that just by the words that we're speaking. If someone's on your mind, like message them. I had a, I had someone message me a couple of months ago, literally just saying, hey, like you're on my mind today. Just hope that everything's like going really well for you at the moment. I haven't, I haven't spoken to them in six years, like five or six years at all. Like, at all there's been no interaction at all and they just messaged me being like hey you're on my mind and I think that's so powerful 
So go right now, get your phone out and just message whoever's on your mind right now, who, whoever comes to mind, just message them and just say, hey, like you're on my heart today, like hope you have the best day or just message someone and tell them that you love them because like as cliche as that sounds, it's so important. Like I said, this episode has been something I've been thinking about for a good couple of weeks, if not even a couple of months. And it's funny because I get so frustrated when people don't open up, when people are like a brick wall emotionally. I'm like, you have to open up. You have to talk about things like the the reason, the, the, the whole problem is that people don't speak. And then it kind of occurred to me, like I'm contributing to that by not speaking to it and just just sharing my story in case it lands in some way for anyone who's going through it right now or has someone close to them who's going through it as well like it's just crazy that like we're all so connected in a way that we can't even understand but my dad he was the most incredible human the most incredible dad from what I can remember memories are very very blurry now and some I just wonder if I've made up myself or if they're actually true which is a really funny thing in itself and I remember for the first couple of years or even I'm gonna say 10 years after he passed away I kept thinking that I'd I'd seen him like I'd be walking down the street and I'm like oh my god there he is Or I would go to somewhere that he would normally be and I'd wait for him to like walk around the corner. And it's just crazy the the tricks that your mind plays on you. But I remember being like, there he is. It's so funny. And, And he was, he had a heart of gold, like of absolute gold. He actually wrote a book which I still need to find because I never read it because I was so young and now I'm like, it would make so much sense for me to read it. And funnily enough, he would speak to business owners and he would speak to just people, just professionals, I'm going to say, about teamwork and communication and about um, looking after clients and service and everything. And when I got into the coaching business, I thought it was very random. I thought, how random that I'm going to start coaching people like my mum's a teacher so that was sort of the only connection I made and it wasn't until literally a couple of months ago that I remembered that he had his book and I randomly looked him up and found him on LinkedIn a random LinkedIn profile and it said all of the stuff that I pretty much teach now about business owners and running a business and yeah communication and like customer service and all of the things and it's just funny where you feel like you you are controlling your life and you feel like you are you're making all of the decisions but I think so much of it is just going to come naturally and I think it's just trusting in that process that you are just living out your life and you're going to be doing that and every single time that something happens I can look back and be like it definitely happened for a reason a hundred thousand percent everything happens for a reason I wholeheartedly believe that a hundred percent and I also believe that life just happens for me I believe that I'm so protected I believe that I I just have so much certainty that everything's going to be incredible when you get these big marks 
on your life, these big scars that happen along the way, the big road bumps, they are the worst, most painful things that could possibly happen, yet they become the catalyst for all of the good things as well, which I have to keep reminding myself that when things don't go to plan and they do hurt, you know, more things have come up between now and then. And I just know that it's happening for a reason. And I know that I'm going to be okay because I've, I've always got myself, like I've always, I've always looked after myself. I've always made it work. I've been to the lowest places mentally that I could ever be. And I've also physically had absolutely nothing absolutely nothing I've had both and from there I'm like there's only a handful of things that could be worse than any of that anything else it's fine like I've got it it's all good I can figure it out I can do hard things I can I've got so much power and so much certainty in me being okay I've built so much deep self-trust in who I am and it's not from hoping that it will come but it's from building it it's from creating that self-trust that that I am going to be okay and that I've got my own back it's not just going to come randomly it it's come over a long period of time through choosing to take action even when it's scary even when it makes no sense even when other people don't get it even when you've got no one there to back you up it's like Your relationship with yourself is the most powerful, profound relationship that you could possibly build in your life. And I think so many people overlook that. People look at their relationship with their romantic partner, their children, their friends, their family. When do you ever look at your relationship with yourself? Because even if we link this to business, you're the one making all of the decisions. You're the one that puts the accelerator down or not. You're the one that gets to call the shots in everything. And it's like every time a problem arises now, I'm like, you have such a different perspective on it. It's like such a bird's eye perspective where the little problems, like, I don't know what font to choose. Or I am scared to talk on stories or I'm scared to post this thing or I'm scared of judgment or I have this idea but I don't know if it'll work. It's like you have to just go. Like You have to just make decisions faster and you have to look at problems and just think like, is this the problem that I want to be having? Are there bigger problems to look at? And ever since these big like road speed humps have happened along my life it's like nothing compares to that at all and if I can do that I can do fucking anything absolutely anything and it's not to say of course that I would like wish it upon my worst enemy but if you do have similar marks on your life just look at them as a blessing because if you if that didn't happen you wouldn't be the human that you are today You wouldn't be the driven, hungry, powerful, confident woman that you are. 
You just wouldn't because it really shapes you. It builds so much character and so much strength. And I'm at the point where because I know that life is so short and because I know that everything is going to be wiped one day when I'm 100 years old sitting on my rocking chair with Tom, I know that everything is going to get wiped. And things that I'm worrying about today, I'm not even going to remember in the next couple of years, let alone the next decade, let alone once every single human that you know right now is gone. Everything gets wiped. Judgment and money and decisions that you make, fear, all of it is going to be gone. So I look at life a little bit like a game. I'm like, let's just fuck around a bit, like in a fun, playful, bold way. Let's just fuck around and see what we can actually do. It's like getting money in your business is like getting points in the game and making relationships like you level up. And it's like you get to choose every single thing that you do in your life. You get to choose where you live and what job you have and your role in that job. You get to choose who you're surrounded by. You get to choose what you consume in terms of content and media and food. You get to decide and choose the person that you want to be, the character traits that you want to build, what you want to look like, what you want to feel like. You get to choose in every single moment. I believe that to my absolute core. No one can convince me otherwise at this point. It might be different in a couple of years. But honestly, the idea of choice is so powerful. And they, they combine and they compound over time. And they'll create either a really beautiful life or something that's really, really sad. If I think about my dad, he just made some wrong decisions. And he did some things that he shouldn't have done and didn't make sense. And a lot of it was because he didn't look at his mindset and his emotional state. He didn't get help when he should have. He didn't ask for help. Right? It's like he had that choice. He had that decision and he didn't take it. And like I said, when you're in it, you don't see it. But if you're listening to this, then you're aware of the fact that you have a choice in every single moment, whether it's a small choice or a huge life-altering decision. I, I now just want to do things that feel good and just benefit my, my next evolution in business and in life and in me being a human. Like, there's not enough time to waste. There's not enough time worrying about what other people will think. They're too worried about their own lives. And everyone is only going to project onto you based on where they're at. And that's it. And if they're not going to be standing there at your funeral, I can promise you their opinion does not matter. And if they are standing there at your funeral, again, their opinion still doesn't matter. Because why would you put someone else's opinion above your own? 
build the relationship with yourself. And I can promise you that your whole entire life will change because you'll build so much respect for yourself. You'll hold a higher standard. You'll expect more from yourself. And then all of the problems that you feel like you have right now in terms of consistency or procrastination, whatever it may be, will just disappear. They'll completely evaporate. Because it's like you respect yourself too much to procrastinate. You respect the fact that you have this privilege of life. There's no time to waste staying still or going backwards or worrying or doing things that aren't good for you. I want to create a really beautiful life and mindset and emotions have always been number one since my dad passed away it's been just like so crystal clear to me that your mind is your power and if your mind can do that imagine the opposite of what it can do everything that exists in this world right now has been built based on someone's mind based on imagination I was watching this reel and he was talking about, I can't remember what it was, maybe a microphone or a drink bottle or something. And he said, this thing would not exist without someone's imagination. It couldn't. Before it it actually existed in real life, it had to be thought of by someone. Isn't that crazy? Like actually think about that for a hot sec. The phone that you've got in front of you only purely exists because someone had the imagination of the phone same with every single thing that exists that you can see in front of you it's only there because of someone's imagination if they can bring something in their imagination into physical life you can do that too you have all of the evidence in the world of people doing incredible things that it's possible if your mind can go to the deepest darkest place imagine what it could do on the flip side imagine what it could do if you were priming it with environment and proximity and who you're surrounding yourself with and what you're consuming and what you're dreaming of like imagine what it could do and what it could bring to life and this isn't from a place of like woo woo just think of it and it'll come to life it's got to be paired with with action a hundred percent Like I said, you have a choice and a decision in every single moment to take the action. But if you can think of it, you can do it. Your brain wouldn't even show you it as a possibility if it wasn't possible. Your brain is showing you for a reason. And I promise you that if you just focus on your mindset and just bring awareness, that's the first big chunky step to take. Everything will change. And... I think from my dad, like I've just learned obviously the mindset part and he was just the most loving human that I knew. And people still tell me to this day, like people who knew him always say like he just had a heart of gold and he always had the time for you. And he loved us so much, so, so much. Like we're so lucky that we had that even though it was cut short. I was so, so lucky, so privileged to have known him. Even if right now memories are blurry, I think about him all the time. And whenever I feel like I'm in 
just like a shitty moment or even like I'm looking for a parking spot and I get one. I'm like, thanks, dad. Like he's there all the time. I just know he is. I can feel it. So I want you to take some things from this episode. I want you to be really, really active in just loving other humans and whatever that looks like. Send them a message. Say good morning to them. Look them in the eyes. Tell them how much you love them. Tell them they're doing an incredible job. Give them the time of day because that could be the one thing that just lifts them up like that 1% more. It's so powerful. I want you to look at the relationship with yourself because me and myself, we're, we're everything. If the whole world around me crumbles, I've still got me at the end of the day. I've got me and I can figure it out. And I, I love myself so much and I respect myself so much and I want you to feel that too. I want people to start talking about mental health and suicide and it being the number one priority for people as well. People will take jobs even though they hate them and they dread them and they are in the darkest place just for money. That in itself, like I used to be there, I used to do that. People use, people put themselves in toxic relationships even though they're toxic and they're abusive it's like imagine if mindset was number one like imagine if mindset was as important as like drinking water and eating food but it would it would be so different and especially with guys as well I think like I've got my partner Tom, he's got his tradie friends and I'm known as like the counsellor in in the friendship group because I am good at speaking to people because I just ask them how they are and I just am so interested and I'm so I'm just so willing to hold the space for people and I want people to do that without having to lose someone that's so close to them. To be able to hold a space for someone who's going through it or not even going through it, but just just every single day through every single moment, just having the time and the space for them and just trying to make their day at least 1% better could be the difference between literally life and death. And I know that's really hard to hear, but it's the truth. I want you to dream really big, like even bigger than what you're dreaming of right now. Keep dreaming big and keep running towards it and running really fast. Make decisions fast and let yourself play in the realm of the thing that you're dreaming of, whatever it may be, even if it's it's like doesn't make sense to other people, it's really illogical, it's heaps further than where you are right now. You can bring anything you want into your life. I can promise you that much. And if you have the support around you and the guidance on how to get there, you can time collapse that journey like crazy. That's why mentorship exists. It's why I do what I do. It's why I believe in people so much. It's why I know for full certainty that I'm going to get to where I want to go and even further. Because it's possible. It is. If it wasn't possible, your brain wouldn't think of it. If it wasn't possible, other people wouldn't be doing what you want to do right now. So go and dream and dream really fucking big and go and live a really beautiful life and make decisions that are really good for you. 
Don't worry about what anyone else thinks, what anyone else is doing, whether it is, quote, right or wrong, whether it is illogical. It doesn't matter. Everything's wiped one day. The decision that you're making right now, you probably won't even remember in years to come, unless it's a big, huge, crazy decision. And at the end of the day, honestly, just love people as hard as you possibly can. Tell them how much you love them and help people and be really, really kind and just surround yourself with incredible humans who expand you, who lift you up, who hold you to a higher standard and just people that you really, really love. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know it's been a bit of a a ramble, but I really appreciate you holding the space. I know that it's very, very different to what I normally speak about um, on this podcast. So if this is your first one, welcome. I normally speak about strategy and content and, and business and sales and stuff, but I just... I really want to start speaking about more mindset pieces and just felt really pulled to, to talk about dad today. So thank you for holding the space. Thank you for being here. Go and dream big and love even harder.